report a shot fired at officers trying to stop the vehicle. We have uh, one officer shot. We got shots fired. Satellite automatic firearm. Copy, covered. Shots fired. We have an active shooter. We have an active shooter inside the fairground. Now it's Shots Fired with your host, T.J. Kurgan, Dinah Death Milberg, and the lovely Crystal Powers. All right, I'm back, and it is no longer... What did you what did you call that fish? An encore presentation? Uh, a, a pre-aired yeah. encore presentation. Encore presentation. Something like that. Hey, you know what is the most embarrassing thing on earth? It's to be broke down on the side of Highway 40 in a Lamborghini because you ran out of gas. Were you on a were you on the bridge? Did you all say the, Oh my god, no. I was oh. almost almost to the bridge. Man. I was in a really, really bad spot. As a as a police officer in my former life, um, I used to do a lot of highway work. And, you know, highway work, meaning pulling cars over on the highway, working accidents on the highway, it can be, a matter of fact, I guarantee you, it's probably a bigger cause of death for law enforcement officers than actual crime and shootings and murder and things like that. Um, you know, working on the highway is really bad. And what I had happen was uh, I ran out of gas on Highway uh, 40. Headed towards the uh, Chesterfield, the Boone Bridge from Highway 94, and I ran out of gas. Not only not only was I in the fast lane, I uh, was on the hill before you get to the last exit before you get to the bridge. So oh I was, yeah, I, know I was right. on the hill, which is also a turn. You know, and if you're if you know anything about law enforcement and pulling and accidents and highways, the most dangerous place you could possibly break down is on a hill. Over or over a hill on a turn. On a turn, yeah. Yeah, I mean, literally, worst case scenario. Fortunately, it had just enough power in it, just enough coast that I got just over the hill and got off the highway enough, and then I was able to push it a little bit further. Uh, you know, how 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 do you think people were laughing? At that? <laughs> look at this! Look at this pushing rich a hole pushing his Lamborghini uh, down the highway. <laughs> Yeah, so my son came and bailed me out. So did Fat Dark Earth from uh, Tactical SH Asterisk T. Uh, you know what? I'll take the total blame. You know, I I haven't driven that car in a long time. And not only is the gas gauge and the entire dashboard in Italian, you know, it says Benzini, right? But uh, Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. You know, but, it, you know, it's not the Italian that messed me up. I, it's it's the weirdest thing. The you know uh, a gas gauge shows you know you're when you have a quarter tank left, right? You know it's a different. Yep. And so this gas gauge, yep. uh, it it's it's all red from zero to a quarter tank, and then it's like black for the rest of the gauge, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, the little bitty thing that represents how much fuel you have is red. So it's literally red uh, what? on red, and so when it's it empty. Blends. When it's empty and you haven't been driving the car in a while, you think the red line means that you have a quarter tank of gas because that, but it's really, it never moves. You know, it's like there's a little red line that's supposed to be over the top of that red line. It's the most retarded thing ever. But it's not digital. It's just like the little. No, it's a digital representation of an old style gauge. So it's a, it's a needle on a, with a red background. It's a a red needle with a red background. And when it's on E, you can't see the red needle. You just think the red background is the quarter tank. So anyway, I'm sitting here defending myself. I'm an idiot. I was broke down on highway 40. And because of that, you got half of a recorded show, but that's okay. 
You know, some of you guys might not have heard that. It was pretty good information. I was listening to it coming in about the red flag laws and all the bad stuff that happened a few weeks ago. Um, you know, and now, now we're waiting to see how that all unfurls. I'll tell you what, there's a lot of things unfurling right now, but there's some, uh, some good news for Remington Corporation. Uh, Remington just won the biggest contract, uh, military contract in Remington history. So it's a $114 million contract with the U.S. Army. Remington is not going to be making uh, ammo for war. What they're going to be making is frangible ammo for the U.S. Army for training. And uh, frangible ammo is becoming a big, big deal in law enforcement. And obviously now the military with a $114 million commitment to it. Frangible ammo is pretty cool. What it does is it looks just like a regular bullet, but when that bullet hits steel, like a steel target, it completely disintegrates into harmless powder. Um, And so it allows you to shoot steel targets, which give you that that, uh, positive feedback, immediate feedback of, I hit that, you know, ding, you know, you know you hit it. Um, It's a great training tool, but shooting steel can be dangerous especially at close range. If you're shooting steel targets um, and you're, you know, you're shooting with an AR-15, you need to shoot a steel, and you're not using frangible ammo, you need to shoot that steel target from at least 50 yards away. 50 yards. You know, that's, that's the closest you can engage that steel safely without catching, you know, shrapnel, ricochets, frag back at you. And uh, sometimes that that stuff can hurt. You know, it can hurt you pretty good. I've I've seen, the worst I've ever seen was a was a jacket from a from a five five six that had come back off steel at a three gun match, and it hit somebody in the jugular, uh, and it just barely stuck in their jugular. But they they had a life threatening bleed. You know, they were able to maintain it with pressure. They were able to get it out. You know, it was it, it, fortunately they di- they didn't get killed, but uh, it happens. You know, if you shoot any any. You know, if you shoot a lot, you shoot three-gun, two-gun, IDPA, USPSA, you shoot competitions, which I highly recommend, are tons of fun, uh, you will get fragged. You will get hit with splash. And frangible ammo eliminates that. You can literally load up a magazine of 5.56 in your AR-15. It could be full auto, and you can literally mag dump it right into steel just inches away. It's it, We've done it at SHOT Show. It's scary. But it works because the bullets, they hit and they turn right into powder. Um, it's also some different types of frange are good for self-defense in a home defense situation. Not all of them. Uh, you have to do your research. There's tons of types of frangible ammunition. Uh, but uh, the nice part about frange in a home is it doesn't go through drywall. You know, the, the ammo dissipates when it hits drywall, yet when it hits something soft, it does damage. Right. So bad guys are soft. Drywall's hard. Frangible ammo could be a solution for home defense. But again, you got to do your homework because if it's it's got it's got to it's got to at least do damage, you know, because some frangible ammo uh, might not do enough damage to stop the threat. But uh, big deal for Remington getting one hundred and fourteen million. It's a five year contract. And interestingly enough, it's a five year contract for five, five point five, six. Um, so you might have heard Alex and I talking the other day that the U.S. Army has contracted with Sig Sauer 
And, uh, you know, for this 6.8, this 277 Fury round, and they're going to be uh, transitioning over to that round over the next five years. We talked about how that's going to take a long time. It's a pretty big deal. Um, you know, but the 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 modern warfighter on the battlefield five years from now is going to be using that 6.8, not a 5.56. So it's interesting to see that they're still investing in all this 5.56 training ammo for the next five years, which leads you to believe it's going to take at least that long to transition to the 6.8. And so super, super cool news for Remington. Winchester still has the contract for the actual NATO ammunition, the, the fighting ammo. And uh, that is, like I said earlier, that that's it's all predominantly made right here in Missouri at the Lake City plant. You know, the Lake City plant was uh, created by the U.S. Army during World War II. Uh, it was originally contracted to Remington, and uh, uh, it was uh, it's had a couple different companies that have run the ammunition manufacturing out of that plant since then. But Winchester won that contract back, uh, Winchester Olin Corp, and uh, they they are now running that plant here in Missouri. And we have a constant and steady stream finally of ammunition from that plant coming to Tactical SHaster T. Uh, right now, you can order it on our website at shop.tacticalsh.com. T.com. Just Google it. Google Tactical SH Asterisk T and you will find this website. Uh, the, uh, the, the, the 556 from Lake City is available in 55 grain M193 and 62 grain lap, which are, which are called green tips, uh, in 1,000 round bulk packed cases. So that's 1,000 uh, rounds loose in a poly bag. Uh, it's only available on the website right now. We should actually have it for physical pickup at the stores within the next couple of weeks. We don't have. We have to bring it in in thirteen, uh, or I'm sorry, fourteen thousand round drums, 30, 30 gallon barrels, and then we have to physically take it out of the barrels and repackage it. That's one of the requirements by Winchester and the U.S. Army in order to sell it to the public. So we have to kind of do that work in order for you to be able to get the ammo. But uh, so it's Friday. Friday in St. Louis. Hopefully everybody's got some plans this weekend. The weather is awesome. You know, I know at the beginning of this show, my my recorded, the pre-recorded me talked about how it was so hot. It was pool weather, but it's kind of, that, that shows you that was from a month ago. Uh, it is actually beautiful weather here in St. Louis, and it is the time to get those guns out. It's a time to dust them off, clean them, oil them, get that ammo that you've been hoarding, put it in the truck, and head out to... You know, Reef Schneider or one of the ranges here in the St. Charles County area or uh, ranges down by you guys in Union, uh, get out there by Troy, uh, you know, Wright City, wherever you've got a whatever wherever you've got the ability to go to a shooting range. It's that time of year to go out there and, uh, you know, knock the knock the dust off of it a little bit. Not, not only the gun, but, you know, your skills. Just remember that safety is paramount. And to practice all of the best shooting safety uh, when you're with your friends at the range, especially when you're with people that are not avid shooters. Um, you know, there's tons of them out there now with so many first time gun buyers, uh, you know, over the last several years. Uh, if you have the knowledge, if you have the experience, uh, I would hope that you would take new shooters to the range and teach them everything you can about safe weapon handling, safe manipulation good, you know, marksmanship skills and stance and grip. And, you know, if you have that ability, pass that on to those new shooters. Um, it'll, that's the best thing we can do 
to fight all of these pressures against our rights, all, all these, you know, these leftist uh, attacks on, on the Second Amendment. The best way to do it is to get more and more people shooting, get more and more people purchasing guns, get more and more people get training, um, you know, so that they can use those guns in defense of themselves, their loved ones, their families, their homes, their property, um, especially all you guys in Illinois that are getting ready to have the purge that begins in January 2023. I can't talk about that enough, you know. Uh, there are several states going to this. They're actually calling it the purge law, <laughs> um, you know, where they're basically making it no bail for all kinds of major, major crimes from murder to to kidnapping and trespassing and, you know, you name it. It's just going to be the Wild West over there. So if you're in Illinois, get armed or get out. We'll be back in a minute. It's almost happy hour. It's almost the end of your work day. It's almost the weekend. It's almost time to go shooting with your friends. But we still have a few minutes left of shots fired. I'm so happy to be off the highway and actually here talking to you guys, actually getting some sort of podcast out. You know, this show is a podcast. So if you can't listen to it every day on the radio, you can either listen to it at the app, the 93.3 app, the real talk 93.3.com, you know, tap that app. Uh, you can listen to the podcast there, or you can listen to the podcast just by searching Shots Fired on any major podcast platform. Uh, what I mean by that is like your iTunes podcast, your Apple podcast, your, your Google Play or Google Podcast, whatever they're calling it these days. We're on uh, Spotify, you name it, just search Shots Fired. And usually the shows are, you know, the, those shows are about a day late, you know, hitting those podcasts, but they're out there all the time. And some of our videos, uh, usually when, uh, when Crystal and Alex are with me, or if we have a guest, we'll actually put the entire show out on YouTube as well. And you can find that by searching YouTube for Sig Glockenkult and subscribe to my YouTube channel. If you'd like to become part of the text club and get special offers and deals on guns and ammo and gear, and you're totally cool with giving us permission to send automated text messages to your phone and you understand that standard text and data rates may apply, then text the word tactical to 59769. So you're sending the word tactical as the message to the phone number 59769. And you'll start getting about well, anywhere from one to three messages, maybe maybe four occasionally per week. But really, it's it's usually about one a week is all we ever send out. And we try to save the save it, you know, just the good stuff on the text message. If you're not a member of the SH Asterisk T list, uh, getting our emails on a daily basis, you may want to sign up for that. You can do that at our website. Just Google Tactical SH Asterisk T. Scroll to the bottom and join the SH Blank T list and uh, get that. You'll get emails every day on with special offers and great pricing and new releases and restock products and things like that, ranging from guns to ammo to gear, tactical gear, flashbangs, flamethrowers, all kinds of fun stuff that we uh, distribute from our warehouse in St. Louis and our three retail stores, two in Florida, one here in St. Louis, Missouri. Where should we go next? I'm thinking Union would be a good idea, especially with this radio show being so strong down in Union. Uh, if you're in Union and you want us to come down there, give me a call. Let me know. 636-224-6300. 636-224-6300. I got one last bit of info about the the feds, the the liberals. They, uh, they're coming after your guns again, this time uh, using another acronym agency. 
Uh, but it's not one of the acronym agencies that you would think this is the FTC this time. So they, they're using the IRS, they're using the ATF, they're using the FBI, they're using all these different agencies. Um, and now they're using the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission. In a four-page letter the federal page uh, to the Federal Trade Commission this week, dozens of anti-gun Democratic senators uh, basically accused the firearms industry of unfair and deceptive advertising practices, alleging that gun makers have been misleading consumers about the safety as they target children and uh, teenagers with their advertising. Uh, it's led by Senators Richard Blumenthal from Connecticut and Edward Markey from Massachusetts. The group, group contends for decades the firearms industry has marketed firearms to consumers as safe and proven product to protect oneself and their homes. Consumers should be informed of all the substantial and unavoidable risks that come with firearms ownership, possession, and use. Uh, FTC is the best is in the best position to make sure the firearms industry tells them and tells them accurately. So what's that mean? Is the FTC going to make us have to start putting all kinds of disclaimers in, you know, in, in gun ads? You know, am I going to have to say at the, at the end of a tactical SH asterisk T ad that, uh, hey, you might put your eye out with that? You know, don't point that at yourself. You know, guns are always loaded. Don't aim them at anything you don't want to destroy. Always know your target and what's behind it. Am I going to have to start printing that on all my, all my stuff? You know, guns aren't toys. Things like that. Oh wait, I kind of thought all that was common sense. Pretty sure it's in the owner's manual when they get the when you buy the gun. But now they want to basically do everything they can to cost the industry as much money, time, legal headaches, and sales as possible. It's just like in New York, you know, these new New York regulations went into effect this week. And ammo sales in New York, according to local gun shops in New York, have dropped 30% because now you have to register your ammo and people just don't want to do it. So gun sales, legal gun sales, I'm sorry, ammo sales has dropped 30%. And so everything they're doing, it's not just about what's happening in the halls of Congress. It's not just about what's happening in the Senate, although we need to be worried about 1808, which is in Senate right now. But it's, it's about all the other things they're doing. The, the credit card companies, ISO, making the credit cards, you know, tag firearms and ammo-related purchases. And then reporting suspicious firearms transactions, you know, uh, is, is now something that MasterCard, American Express, Visa, and Discover are going to be doing. Well, what is a suspicious purchase? So if I go buy a pontoon boat at Bass Pro for $40,000... Because Bass Pro sells guns, I'm going to be reported to the FBI, and the FBI is going to have to waste resources to find out I bought a pontoon boat. I mean, it's just ridiculous. But what they're doing is every one of these things is another domino towards complete eradication of the Second Amendment and gun ownership in this country if we don't do everything we can to fight to maintain those rights moving forward because they are very, very fragile right now. I'll tell you. Oh, Fish, what are you doing this weekend? Anything fun? I'm going bobsledding. Bobsledding? Where, yeah, where's, yes. where's there snow yeah. to go bobsledding? No, I'm, I was just an, I'm kidding. See if you're paying attention. <laughs> Aren't you working on a haunted house right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah, That's what it is. The like, that's your side job. When you're not producing that's this, you, you, you scare people to death. 
<laughs> well, maybe make them pee their pants. Yeah. So where's your haunted we're house? You, you actually die. have a haunted house right by the tactical SHS. Right. We're team. like your neighbor across the street over at Kokomo Joe's. So literally in St. Peter's, it, it, right by Kokomo yeah, Joe's. Back when, in the back. When will that be opening up? That's going to be September the 29th. It'll be the soft opening. Soft opening on September yeah. the 29th. Yeah. That is awesome. You're invited. But, yeah. I, you know what? All of the tactical SH Asterisk T customers are invited, too. I don't know if we want them and their guns in there, though. <laughs> I don't know if it's good to scare you guys. You don't want to chase me when I'm armed with a Glock 19 with your right. fake chainsaw? That sounds like a bad idea. Yeah. You know what? I've always... that, that You know, you got a point there. You maybe maybe, maybe, should the, maybe you should have metal detectors at the haunted house, you know? No, I, no, about though, seriously, about the places where packing could be, you know, like things could be dangerous with people packing. Yeah, you know that's one I've never thought about before. You know, like because yeah. I'm, a, you know, I'm, you know me. I'm like you carry yeah. a gun everywhere, carry right. a gun every day. But should you be carrying a gun when you're in the haunted house and you've paid to have somebody chase you with a chainsaw? <laughs> right. I'm thinking not, <laughs> especially if you've had anything to drink that day. You know, Good right. Point. I know we're getting ready to end it here, but I'll tell you what. My biggest fear at the haunted houses were that if. Somebody really wanted to to go out. They wanted to kill as many as they could without getting caught. Get a job at a haunted house right. and bring a chain for the chainsaw. Who's going to know? Right. Exactly. 